0: And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one giving page of Talmud every day. And the topic of our pages today, Tanis 21 and 22, well, it's charity. Not just charity, but the urgency of charity. Have a listen. His students said to him, Rabbi, since you're evidently a holy, righteous man, as we have just seen, that as long as you are in your house, it did not fall, meaning rain. Why has this suffering befallen you? He said to them, My sons, I brought it upon myself. Nahum of Gamzu related to them the following As once I was traveling along the road to my father in law's house, and I had with me a load distributed among three donkeys one of food, one of drink, and one of delicacies. A poor person came and stood before me in the road, saying, My rabbi, sustain me. I said to him, Wait until I unload the donkey, after which I'll give you something to eat. However, I had not managed to unload the donkey before his soul left his body. I went and fell upon his face and said, May my eyes, which had no compassion on your eyes, be blinded. May my hands, which had no compassion on your hands, be amputated. May my legs, which had no compassion on your legs, be amputated. And my mind did not rest until I said, May my whole body be covered in boils. Nahum of Gamzu prayed that his suffering might atone for his failure. His students said to him, Even so, woe to us that we have seen you in this state. He said to them, Woe is me if you had not seen me in this state as this suffering atones for me. The great righteous Nachum of Gamzu, with his legs and arms amputated, his body covered in boils, his eyes blinded because of his prayer, because he felt so deeply guilty for not doing chesed, for not doing charity quickly enough to help this poor man. And here to help us talk about the urgency of charity as one of my absolute favorite rabbis, teachers, human beings, the great Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone. How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing well, thank God. How are you doing, Leo? Happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy Hanukkah to you too. I'm doing much better than poor Nachum of Gamzu. So tell me, this story is so extreme. His insistence on this suffering because he didn't give charity quickly enough is, is so severe. Tell us, what's what's going on in this story? What what can we learn from it?
1: So Nachum Ish Gamzu, Nachum the man of Gamzu, is, is a very kind of famous person was in rabbinic literature for his saying, so much so that his catchphrase, as it were, became his own name, Gamzu. Um, in Hebrew means also this. And that's from uh, a saying he used to say, which is Gamzu Litova, that even this is for the good. Meaning that when he encountered anything in life, any situation he came upon, it's not just that he saw that this could be it for some future benefit, or that you know this particular occurrence might have some way in which I can extract a lesson from it. But within each situation, there was a chance and opportunity to experience, you know, the, the goodness and greatness and awesomeness of God, even if that awesomeness came down in a way in which our earthly minds may view it as something negative or something, you know, difficult to handle. You know, he saw the good in that. And so for, in this story, you know, when when he's He's suffering, I mean, he's suffering in ways which are unimaginable to us, you know, and completely and, and totally awful even in that moment, he saw the good in it. He saw it, a chance for him to somehow correct some misdeed that, that he'd done on any level, you know, a misdeed. Uh, and perhaps we're all too, we may be able to frequently do ourselves, but for him, you know, he he saw that in his current situation, he was able to learn something, you know, and experience something, you know, holy and profound.
0: We are not as righteous. We are not as hardcore. What could we incorporate in our daily lives of this sense of not just Gamzula Tava, this too is for the best, but also of, of the fact that charity is not just a calling that we ought to heed, but also a calling we ought to heed urgently.
1: Indeed. So when it comes to charity, uh, the reality is that charity is not a, a Jewish term. You know, it's one of those things in which there is an English term that we use, and we use it to translate the Hebrew word, tzedakah, but the reality is that uh, the two terms aren't exactly the same, and there, there's some difference between them. So whereas charity, you know, implies that you're doing something good for someone else. Then uh, here you are, you're a person that's good and you're well-off and you're doing something good. You're doing something beneficial, you know, you're a philanthropist, you're helping other people. In Hebrew, tzedakah means righteousness, that you're actually doing something righteous. God bestowed upon you a place of privilege, as it were. That God put you in a certain place, in a certain time, in a certain way in which you're able to do something. The money you have, the money that was given to you on any level, you know, if a person is, you know, very blessed and they're very blessed. If it's more modest, it's more modest. Even if a person is just able to share kind words, a smile, a cup of coffee, you know, a loaf of bread, a dollar in the pushka, whatever it is, on your level to take something that you have and give it to someone else, you're not actually doing the person a favor. You're not, you know, you're doing a righteous act. You're a partner with God. God wanted the poor person to be able to get what they need. Wanted this, you know, important cause to be able to be supported. Wanted to be able to allow these good things to happen in the world and and chose you to be the agent of change in the world to accomplish it. And therefore, it's a righteous thing to do. So it's this really profound Jewish understanding of tzedakah that, you know, it, whenever we have a chance to, to help other people, you know, God has put us in a place where we're able to become a partner with them, which is really amazing.
0: I will tell you how I will choose to, to exercise this partnership. And, and I hope other listeners join me too. This is something that, that I do regularly because the organization that you run, Tech Tribe, is one of the most wonderful outlets out there to bringing light and and Jewish wisdom to, I think, probably the most benighted corner of the world right now, which is is technology, a force of so much good, which is sadly used so often for for less than good. So I will be going to mytechtribe.org slash give, and I hope very much that other listeners do the same thing. Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone, thank you so much for being our guest.
1: I really appreciate that. Thank you as well.
0: This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Robert Skarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter, at takeonedafyomi.com,